0: Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Tom Poland, beaming out here from little Castaways Beach here in Queensland, Australia, joined today by another Aussie, Cameron Herald. G'day, sir. Welcome. Uh, where are you hanging out? Hey, Tom. I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona right now, but I'm going to be over in Italy for the next six weeks starting Friday. Oh, I'm jealous of yeah. the Italy part, I have to say, but full respect to those also in Scottsdale. Wonderful place. I, think
1: I've, been, I think I've been to Castaways Beach. Is that early Beach area? No, it's just uh, south of Noosa. Nusa, okay, Nusa. Okay, I've been to Noosa as well. I stayed. No, I stayed at a Castaways Resort at Early Beach, uh, 1990 December when we got hit with some cyclone. <laughs>
0: oh, what was. Perfect timing. <laughs> it was a backpackers resort called Castaways. Yeah, we were a little further south than that, but still sunny and lots of white sand and blue ocean. Uh, Amazing, folks. For those of you who don't know Cameron, he's one of the most giving people I know. We probably met five or eight years ago for another interview series, but I keep stalking around the internet. He's just always giving talks and giving free things away. I don't know if he knows how to say no. I'm sure you do, Cameron, but I've seen you say yes to a lot of opportunities. For those of you, however, have not had the privilege of following Cameron in his footsteps, he's the mastermind behind hundreds of companies' exponential growth. And before you think, yeah, I've kind of heard that bio before, he actually is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Unlike others who get their mother to write their bio, <laughs> this this one's actually been written in in the real world. He's earned his reputation as the business growth guru. He's built dynamic consultancy with clients that include Monarchy and a big four wireless company. Author of five books. He's also a top rated international speaker, founder of the COO Alliance, the world's leading network for Seconds in Commands. Title, well qualified to contribute on this subject, is how to invest in your leaders and yourself for growth. Coming our seven minutes starts now, sir. Question number one is, who is your ideal client? Ideal client is a real company, typically 50 to
1: 500 employees, minimum $5 million in revenue, where they're looking to scale the organization. And the CEO has realized that they need to empower their second-in-command or their COO, so the COO knows how to grow the company. While the CEO knows what
0: needs to get done, perfect. Not your first rodeo. Question number two: What is the problem you solve? Six and a half. Biggest a problem two. I solve. Yeah, the biggest problem I solve is that most
1: entrepreneurs are quite incapable at getting operational in growing the company, right. and at some point they need to hire that second in command, and they don't tend to have the skills or the leadership chops to actually build to scale the company, and they get stuck. Yeah, And if we can give them a pop kind of over that hurdle, then they can really grow the company.
0: Strategically critical. Never leave an entrepreneur in charge of his or her own idea, right? Yeah, and it's not an insult against them. I've been one my entire life. We're yeah. just, we play in a different sandbox. We have a different brain. I agree 100%. Question three, sir, six minutes left. What are some of the typical symptoms that someone needs what you've got? What's been going to be going on in their business or their life with just kind of give them a head up and go, yeah, that's me.
1: Yeah, they usually have their first management team in place and they're trying to build that team into a leadership team. You know, they need to get more of the seasoned leaders. They need to bring on people that have really done it before, less of the jack of all mm. trades, more of the real solid skilled people. They don't know how to attract them. They don't know how to align them. They don't really understand that stage. And they're now turning a lot of the reins over in the business on so maybe the areas that they suck at or the areas that drain them of energy they're turning that over to someone else and they're not really sure how to build that relationship as
0: well. Do you find that they often express the sentiment that these people, you know, well, why don't they think like me?
1: They do until they realize that the better opportunity is to have almost the yin and yang. It's kind of like the men are from Mars, women are from marriage, or women are from Venus in the traditional marriage. You're really looking for the true counterpart, a second-in-command who you can really trust and who's great at the stuff that you suck at and who doesn't want to get into the stuff that you're really good at. So that's really what they're looking for. And then they realize that the person isn't supposed to
0: think the same, but they're really supposed to get along well together. Right. Perfect. Well articulated. Thank you, sir. Four and a half minutes left. Question number four, you work with a lot of high achievers. They're going to try stuff. They're not sitting on their date going, you know, I have a problem, but I'm not going to do it. So what I'm interested here is what are some of the common mistakes that some of your new clients tell you that they have made? And that might save some of our listeners some years of frustration. A
1: lot of it is the lack of focus. A lot mm. of it is because more than ever, we're really being bombarded with information, right? Whether it's a podcast or books or e or magazines or seminars or mastermind groups. And there's all these amazing ideas coming at us, but they're not necessarily aligned with the vision of where we're going. And entrepreneurs tend to get attracted to the big, shiny object instead mm. of focusing on the critical few things they end up focusing on the important many things. So it's really, if they can get themselves focused on what is truly gonna scale the company, that's where they win. Right,
0: thank you, sir. Question number five, three and a half minutes left. We're up to one top tip. This is like a valuable free action. It's not gonna solve the whole problem, but it might very well take people a step in the right direction.
1: Well, I think the reality is that the core job of the entrepreneur is to grow people. And it's to grow their confidence and to grow their skills. So I like people to imagine, let's say that your leaders are climbing up two ladders and one ladder, they have their left foot and their left hand climbing up, that's the skills ladder. And right beside it, they have their right foot and their right hand climbing up the confidence ladder. Your job is to grow their confidence and grow their skills and grow their confidence and grow their skills. It's not to tell them what to do. It's not to hold them accountable. Flip the org chart upside down and your job is to support
0: them as they climb up these two ladders, growing their confidence and growing their skills. Terrific analogy. Thank you for that. Question number six, after one valuable free resource, where could we direct folks to they can get some more value from from your spectrum of goodies? Sure. Well, lots of it's available for sure on the Second Command podcast. But I think
1: if we send them to the Invest in Your Leaders course, uh, if they go to investinyourleaders.com, if they scroll down to just below the FAQs, there is a free module. One of the 12 modules is given away there. And it's all of the top systems on how to actually have inbox zero with your email every single day so that you're actually not losing customers, you're not frustrating your employees, and you're staying on top of the business. But I would have them also not only watch that themselves, but have their employees watch it as well. Grow your people
0: in that area too. Terrific. Get rid of some of the clutter so you can focus on the big picture. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Two minutes left. Last question. Question number seven is, what's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? One question you should have asked me but didn't. That can be a head scratcher. You can actually take a minute to think of the question, then take a minute to answer it if you want.
1: <laughs> I think I even want to flip it differently, which is none of this really matters. That at the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. And at the end of the day, that I think if we focus more on having fun and enjoying the journey and hanging out with good people and spending time with our employees and enjoying their lives and helping them. If we can just enjoy the journey, we'll be successful because at the end of the day, we're all going to die. You know, this is just what we do to make money. And I think we often forget that in business where we're so hard charging and we're so driving towards our goals that Mm. we forget
0: that we're all just walking each other home. And that there really isn't a destination. So we might as well enjoy the journey. Yeah. Wise words indeed. Thank you, Cameron Harold. Thanks for those insights and your wisdom and especially putting a perspective onto things. Cheers. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it.